0: Oh, Oh, well, hi.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Everything's falling apart today. This is the duct tape episode of Best of Five. We're we're just holding it together on a wing and a prayer. I want to try this again. I'm sorry.
0: guess it's just not gonna work all right well hi everybody <laughs> welcome to another episode of best God. of five the show that is hanging on by a thread just like me uh, tonight on the show on the <laughs> tonight on the show we're gonna talk about weekend recap we're gonna talk about the kumite lineup we're gonna talk about the ultimate game of all time the list that was chosen by the golden joystick award and boy It's a doozy. We're gonna have some quick hits, I almost said quick bits, and then Steve sets something up that uh, I think we should all run far away from because it's got my name attached to it. Speaking of- This
1: is gonna be great. (laughs) It's gonna be great.
0: Speaking of Steve joining me as always is the Steve, Ace King, Offsuit, Main Squeeze. Jurek, the third. The third? I don't know. I just wanted to add that because it, f- it felt right at the time. Didn't doesn't I, feel one, right. I'm now. one
1: of a kind, baby. Just just no. Well, no. Ain't none come before. Ain't none coming after. Well, I thought you were it's four just of a here. kind. No, because no, there's four suits, Steve. Yes, but I'm only two suits because it's a. You know what? Let's talk about Capcom Pro Tour, shall we?
0: Or are we diving right in?
1: Right, we can. Okay. Well, I, let's we, dive right in. I think we've hit the banner quota.
0: Have we? Okay. I didn't know we had one. All right. Well, let's dive right in. <laughs> well, that's
1: why we hit it so often.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, you're you're the boss. So, if we've hit our banter quota, we've hit our banner quota. But banter quota. Say that five times fast. Go.
1: That five times fast.
0: You're you're great. Wow, I'm shocked. That's true uh, talent there from four of a kind, ace king off suit, main squeeze. A- th- anyway, Steve, hey, recap please. <laughs> yes,
1: let's me. do that. Uh, we're starting off with some big news coming out of CPT Southeast Asia. Uh, we had a result that we have not seen before in the history of Capcom Cup, and that is Sien not in the field. He finished tied for fifth along with Vita. It's another Singaporean player who got in. Uh, Oswald held off Chuan in the grand final. Brandon and Bravery rounding out the top four, but Sien was the last player, and actually the only one who made every Capcom Cup. Uh, we talked about Luffy, who made every Capcom Cup in the CPT era. There was also that one before the Capcom Pro Tour started, where there were just eight qualifiers. Sien was the only player to make that one, and then make all of the CPT era ones. Not... The case this year, the run ends. Uh, Congratulations to Oswald, though. But Cien, unfortunately, will not be in the Capcom Cup field.
0: Man, sad times for sure. That's
1: and I feel you know
0: it's weird because it feels like when something like this happened, it feels like oh that's it, it's over. But you know, there's still next year.
1: Well, I feel bad. For focusing so much on it, because you know you've got players like Mind RPG, like Lacuna C, who, Bravery, and Brandon, who are always in the mix, uh, and they absolutely deserve some sh- some shine. Mm-hmm. What just impresses me about this run he's had is that across several different games, mm-hmm. several different versions of those games, mm-hmm. to be that good mm-hmm. for you know especially in the transition to the Street Fighter 5 era where you had so many different players coming up and not necessarily coming from the places you expected not necessarily being the sources you expected yeah for to, for him to be strong through all of that is just absolutely impressive yeah No,
0: and you know it's one of those things where things are different now <laughs> Uh, both in the way that we're that these tournaments are happening and, and in the way that we're all living. So, uh, here's hoping for a better show or a better uh, better opportunities for cn next year. Uh, that must hurt. Maybe I don't know. Does he care? I'm gonna assume he do, because uh, he's showing up and he's battling and he's still making top eight every single time, which ain't nothing I to mean- shake a stick at, mind you.
1: Yeah, it's not like he's all of a sudden a not-so-good player because he didn't win this one particular tournament. Right. But, you know, if you're a competitor, you you care. You want to win. You want to do well every time you're out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so. and to that point as
0: well, the thought has left my brain. It's just gone. <laughs> Winging the prayer, what I, I just completely forgot what I was gonna say. But anyway, big shout outs to Xian. Oh my god, I'm falling apart, Steve. I'm falling apart. It's okay. Big, big shout I, outs I can, to Xian, is what I wanted to say. And here's hoping for uh, better luck next year.
1: Let's it. take it. Let's keep it in Street Fighter because we had more action in the Street Fighter League uh, on the Pro JP side of things. It was a really good week for Good 8 Squad. Uh, Not only did they get a big win, 3 1 over Detonation, but the team closest behind them in the standings, Roto Z, suffered a pair of 3 1 defeats. So now, Good 8 Squad, four points clear on top of the standings with a game in hand. Shinobiism and uh, Nagoya Oja. Now tied for third on 16, but you've still got about half the season to go. We just kicked off the second half, so still plenty of Street Fighter to be played.
0: And if you haven't seen that match between the Kami player whose name currently escapes me versus Takito, go watch that as soon as this show is over because it was something to behold. It was absolutely wild. It was like, it was it was watching Takedo in a way that I don't think we've ever seen Takedo. or if we have, it's been a while. Um, so please you, go watch that you, set.
1: Are you talking about uh, Akira? Yes.
0: Yes. Thank you.
1: So that was round seven, day two. Yes, go For watch those that. Of you who want to check that out,
0: go watch that set. You will not be disappointed. Because it, it it is what fighting games are all about happening that set. And it's amazing. So please go check it out. Steve, what's next?
1: Uh the US side of the Street Fighter League. We had the fifth week of action on display this past week. NASA Esports, they are on a roll. Third win of the season, third sweep of the season. A three-o over bandits. Uh UYU Put up a good fight against Panda Global, but tough to find a way past Punk. Three to win for PG, so they are now tied for, with Vodafone on two and one. Uh, Nasser on top of the standings at three and one. Uyu one and three, but not nearly as far behind the pack as they were last season. So it the. Don't be surprised if that tightens up. Uh, the bottom of the standings tightens up uh, as we progress. Uh, we had a couple of bigger qualifying events this past weekend uh, on the Smash side of things. We had the the North America East Regional Final for the Smash World Tour. Uh, the super bro- uh, the ultimate. Qualifier, I should say. We had the melee qualifier uh, back in October. This past weekend was the ultimate qualifier. Cola, Moist Criticals Cola, is going to the regional final. Got the win over Riddles in the grand final here. But uh, all of the top six finishers do qualify. So DeBuzz, Tweak, Myron, and Wrath will be joining them. In that global final later this year,
0: man, Moist Cola is showing up again. They're they're really the po- as as Charlie over there from Moist Critical would say,
1: "Woo, let's go!"
0: Anyway, there's the tribute. Also, I did this. Hi, Steve.
1: Aww, aww. I was gonna. I,
0: I feel loved. I was going to leave that in because you. I send you my soul footage. I was going to leave that in and not say anything, but I was afraid you weren't going to catch it. So there you go. Anywho, uh, back to the recap.
1: Yeah, uh, before we get to the next one... Uh, actually, can we skip ahead to the Tekken one? Sure. I did this out of order. I apologize. The other big qualifier, or the big uh, regional final, I guess, is the Tekken Online Challenge. That kicked off uh, the regional finals this past weekend with what was supposed to be two events. Ended up being one. Uh, the Middle East regional final was won by MD Luffy 19 taking it over Complain in the Grand Final. Uh, Federer 2009 and Devil Rocky rounding out the top four the winner of the best name of the week, however, is probably the man who tied for last place. That's a good name, Ultra Instinct Potato.
0: Oh, I just like Muhammad Mishima. <laughs> That's pretty. Muhammad Mishima
1: is good. <laughs> Muhammad Mishima is very good, but no match for Ultra Instinct Potato, yeah. who actually Fighting out was of Georgia. one of, yeah, and was one of the top two. Uh, if, if you'll remember, this is a little different format. So the eight players who finish with the most points in each region qualify for that region's final. The top two players get to draft which of the players they want in pools. Mm. So then it's a round robin, top two advance uh, to the final four, basically wow so it's yeah it's i love those sort of formats uh they they it's a little bit of a modified version of the one they use for the normal uh tech world tour finals but those are always fun uh those will be online uh the one for the south africa region is online however the event itself was postponed unfortunately due to rolling blackouts Mm -hmm. throughout south africa uh a replacement date has yet to be announced. But keep uh, keep an eye out on the Bandai Namco Esports twi- uh, Twitter channel, excuse me, uh, tw- or Twitter account for uh, the latest info on that. And then we had a, a big FGC event, traditional FGC event. NES. E C, you feeling this one? Yes,
0: I like NEC a lot.
1: Uh, quite a few players ended up really liking NEC Smug, with the greatest of ease taking the Street Fighter V title. Uh, Shinpalo winning things in Tekken, Linkor's holding it down once again in Soul mm-hmm. Calibur VI. Lud taking home wow. the gold in Melty. Wow, wow.
0: Lud playing the Melty, huh?
1: Sharpie would be giving him big props right now if she were here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, you've also got players like Tega getting a win in uh okay. Grand Blue.
0: Now a question. Shine yes. winning Guilty Gear Strive, is that three dollar Shape Up Shine or is that Anime Shine? I know there's two. That,
1: I'm I'm almost certain that's anime shine. Okay. That that's not $2 shape up shine.
0: $3.
1: I feel like I can't make that <laughs> joke because I am $0 shape up.
0: It's <laughs> fine. Look, his name on CFN is $3. So that's all I'll say. Uh, but yeah, I, I do know there's a couple of shines out there. So I just make, want to make sure we got the right one. Uh, who else? I I just saw a name. Oh yeah, one something I did want to point out is they had team tournaments for Street Fighter, Tekken, uh, Soul Caliber, and Guilty Gear. I feel like we haven't seen stuff like that in like a tournament setting, as far as like we've seen stuff like this for exhibitions. Like there's been like the ten v tens, the twenty five v twenty fives, et cetera, et cetera. But seeing like the two person teams or two or three person team tournaments is, uh, in my opinion, a really cool uh, well, or a really good. Welcome return, Uh, because I'm a big fan of those. So, yeah,
1: and I mean, they serve they serve two purposes. One, you know, obviously the event itself is fun, um, but it's also sort of a way to give players who show up on Friday something to do, Mm -hmm. because you know, it the Big E events, and this is you know a signature of Big E stuff. It's got that feeling of do you want it to be a two day or a three day well mm-hmm. if you do if you have the team events on Friday you can choose you and your friends can roll down and try your luck on Friday or you can just get in late um, have dinner uh, enjoy herbs of some sort if you and are go to the into salty that suites. sort of thing go to the salty sweets you know and then kick things off for real on Saturday so yep also, by the Option. way, this was
0: this was held, correct me if I'm wrong, but this was held at The Block, right? That I
1: don't know off the top of my head.
0: Okay. Um, we, I, while, you're, while you're double-checking this, um, I did want to point out that The Block, which is an eSports campus in Philly, if it's not open yet, I'm pretty sure this was going to be the first event in it. If it's not, then forget what I'm saying as... If this event was part of it. However, uh it was? Uh, it, it was at the block. Yes. Uh I remember things. My brain is not doomed just yet. But uh I do want to point out the block is a an entire esports campus that is in Philly. And it was uh a project that was uh that one of our own, uh panda from uh the streaming panda, uh Jonathan Othone. I hope I pronounced his name right. I I've I've only seen his last name in writing uh he who also by the way built up like the esports arena over here in frisco which kind of kickstarted a giant esports uh a esports present in presence in northern texas now he's doing the same thing with stuff like the block and he's helped out with like local hosts which gives people venues to play weeklies and stuff so big ups to jonathan aka panda for uh giving us a place to do FGC stuff and building out uh, building out places so that our community, as well as every other community, can thrive. So big ups to Jonathan on that. Congratulations on the big opening. I just wanted to point that out because I think that was something that was uh, important to bring up.
1: That's worthwhile. You know what else is worthwhile? What you know else what is else worthwhile, is worth Steve? Your time? What else is worth my time? Uh, the events that are going on This coming weekend, you've got a few to choose from, uh, including more action in the Street Fighter Leagues, both U.S. and Japan. Uh, You've got Quarantine Report, the fourth edition of that. That is Mm. the... uh, I have the channel wrong, unfortunately. It's not BG Callisto. It's going to be Quarterly Report Mm. uh, for the mainstream, and then multiple multiple streams for the rest of the events as well. But that is a massive, massive event, 66 games, I believe. Uh, wow. and all of it is, uh, to benefit the charity direct relief. And what's the awesome. channel one more time? Uh, that is going to be on quarterly report. Um, I will retweet that after the show. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll retweet the link for all of, that has all of the streams. Um, but on top of that, you've got the smash world tour stuff. You've got, uh, more Tekken online regional finals for South America and West Africa. And then you've got the big highlighted event. Ooh boy. Red bull Kumite.
0: Man, it's this weekend. This weekend. <laughs> I'm going to be traveling this weekend, so it sucks that I'm not going to be able to chill out and watch it. But, nonetheless, exciting, exciting stuff happening over there in Las Vegas for Red Bull. Exciting, exciting stuff happening in the European and African continents for Tekken. Exciting, exciting stuff happening in Quarantine Report and Street Fighter. So, Steve, anything else for the recap before we move on?
1: well we can i think we can blend that last event into our next topic
0: i was going to say today i was going to say want to see something cool watch this here's a big reveal it's a pen you know who else has been doing big reveals red bull red bull has been revealing all the players <laughs> for red bull kumite <laughs> these past couple weeks. That- and I believe just go with it, Steve. I believe we finally have the entire roster of invited players for the Red Bull yes. Kumite.
1: Yes, we do. They announced the last of the players uh, about an hour before we went live, maybe even a little less, mm-hmm. but we do have the full list of players for all three games uh, in this coming weekend's Red Bull Kumite. Uh, If we can take a look, let's start on the Guilty Gear side, because that was the one that was revealed today. Skill from France, Mm. the last person to join the field. Uh, He will be joined by Apology Man, Bon Babon, Daruino, Uh, Gobo, Sonic Fox, Uriel Legion, and diaphone the last chance qualifier winner. Mm. Wow,
0: that's a stacked list.
1: That's a nice list. I'm happy to see European uh, representation there. Because obviously, Mm -hmm. whenever you think Stripe, you think of either US or Japan maybe a little bit of korea yeah Uh, but seeing uriel in there seeing skill in there i'm that makes me a happy guy for
0: sure no it's it's never a bad thing when you have broader representation on uh on these invitationals so big ups to red bull for uh trying to make everybody happy and trying to get as many people in there to get as much uh to get as many different styles as we possibly can for this stuff so I think that's super important in Invitationals, and I think Red Bull is doing a good job with it.
1: Now, can we talk about this Tekken lineup?
0: Go for it, Steve.
1: Because, oh my goodness. Anakin. Arslan mm. Ash. Mm. Book. Mm. Cuddlecore. Again.
0: Mm. Mm. I, I don't know how much the- more I can go. Go.
1: Super Akuma. Mm. And then you've got one more player coming in through the LCQ.
0: And they're having that at the venue, right?
1: Yes, the LCQs for Tekken and Street Fighter are going to be at the event itself. Damn. But man, those are some tasty, man; Those are some tasty potential matchups. Yeah, for sure. Arslan Ash versus me. Nee. The Rumback. The run oh man Cuddlecore <laughs> versus Anakin the I other run see- back. <laughs> I want to see book get in there mm-hmm. I- like you could you could dr- you could pull names at random and you would get four good matchups
0: yeah no any look round one, there's no way to not have a round one match that's going to be amazing slash heartbreaking right yeah. like every single person on here is someone who has really shown their metal who has really shown what they're capable of in tech and exciting players exciting people even like outside of the game they're doing like such cool things for their communities uh and man yeah and you know what Shayon on the chat is saying like the last chance qualifier for that's going to be nuts because you have people like Shadow20z, you have JDCR, you have Joey JDCR Theory. is coming?
1: Oh, man. Oh, man.
0: Dude, that Tekken action is going to be so, some good-ass
1: Tekken. I, yeah, I know that sort of becomes a meme and a lot of people call every uh, Tekken event good-ass Tekken. This is gonna be some good ass Mm-hmm. The if goodest Tasty, of good ass taggings.
0: If Tasty Steve is commentating, everybody get like the you know you know the thing the the suits people wear for dog training. Like I feel like we need to give whoever if Tasty Steve is commentating, whoever the co-commentator is, we need to get him one of that. Because as we recall, Tasty Steve has almost ruined a couple of setups
1: with his arm pulling of excitedness. There there may there may be wrist injuries involved.
0: <laughs> no, of course <laughs> hey, I'm saying this all they... in jest. I'm a big fan of Tasty Steve, so I can't wait to see yeah. him pull other people's arms off in excitement for all this cuz there is no chance that this is not going to be an exciting Tekken event. God, this is this speaking so good. speaking of no chance of being exciting. Can we talk about this Street Fighter lineup as well?
1: I I think you wa- might might want to rephrase that. No chance of being exciting.
0: No chance of not being exciting. Isn't that what okay. I said?
1: No, I that's what you, I said. You, you missed oh. the knot.
0: Okay, well, that's <laughs> what I meant. And okay, it's all about intentions here. At best of five, as I drop my pen on the ground and am picking up up with my foot. Let's talk about Street Fighter Five. Speaking of which. I forgot to do this. We're talking about the Red Bull Kumite lineup. Street Fighter Five Champion Edition. Quite possibly the last event before the big Capcom Pro Tour event, right? Or am I wrong about that?
1: Well, um, you've got CEO. We...
0: Oh, that's right. There is CEO. There is also uh, a couple other tournaments in there.
1: Okay. Yeah, we're... I mean we're coming up on that we're coming up on climax of night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's starting to feel real again. But it's hoping, but it, this stays, here's hoping it
0: stays going that way. Of going that way. Speaking of going that way, let's go that way to this lineup.
1: All right, you've got the birds coming in angry bird and big bird. Brian F. Goichi. Idom, who we've got a little bit of news on. Mm-hmm. Meta RD, mm-hmm. Mr. Crimson, Ooh. Mono, mm-hmm. NL, mm-hmm. Oil King, mm-hmm. Problem X, mm-hmm. Punk, mm-hmm. Ronaldinho.
0: Who's been making him? He's been making a name for himself in the uh, Brazilian CPTs. So it's exciting to see him come up and test
1: his medal against everybody. The Brazilian CPT events, uh, the Brazilian Intel World Open events. He's been really putting yeah. in that work. Uh, and then you've got some names who aren't, maybe not as well known, but certainly a couple of good players in Uzura and Yosan Mm-hmm. from Japan. And then of course, uh, whoever comes out of that LCQ.
0: Yeah. Who are, okay. Who are some names that you think are going to be at the LCQ that are not here?
1: <sighs> I wonder if Justin's going to be there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. You know, it's it's you would expect a player of his level to be there, but he's got real life responsibilities. Yeah. So that always puts it in. Um, There's just quite a few. There's quite a few. Um, Especially on the West Coast. Yeah.
0: So here's who I got at the top of my head. Uh, First, Kaba. We haven't seen Kaba play in a hot minute. Or, no, we have seen Kaba play in a hot minute, but we haven't seen Kaba playing in an offline tournament in a hot minute. So, I don't know if he's still here.
1: Kaba, actually, I don't know if he's here, but he did win um, uh, first attack. Oh, that's right. I take what I just said back.
0: But, yeah, so, if... I know Kaba was living here in the U.S. for a while. I would like to think he's still here. I completely don't know. But if he is still here, I'm expecting to see him there. Um what about uh danka as it were from the west coast i'm sure there's going to be a crew from la or socal coming over uh coming over to las vegas to to get to fight for the chance to be up there uh, who else uh smug i would love to see smug in there
1: there like you could name like 30 40 different players and say, yeah, they have a they have a legit chance of, of making it out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, you know, the the margins are so narrow. Um, it there's just no there, there there's no way of telling for certain who's gonna win.
0: Yeah. No, because these are some stacked lists, and with an ev- with even more stacked last chance qualifiers. So it's it's gonna be a crazy crazy weekend. Can't wait for it! It's Red Bull Kumite coming up this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. So I'm assuming Saturday are going to be the LCQs, and then Sunday's Saturday
1: the- is. Let me let me pull up the exact schedule because they have it listed out. So Saturday, you've got uh, the LCQs for both games.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You've got the Tekken event and the. Uh, Guilty Gear event, mm, not in okay. that order, but mm-hmm. uh, and then Sunday is all about Street Fighter Five. Got it. Got it. I uh, Figure the game we, with
0: double the <laughs> double the entrance is going to be double the time. Didn't think about that. Yeah. I didn't, but I they mean, did.
1: I mean, especially since you know, Red Bull Kumite started as a Street Fighter only event. Yeah. And that second day being all about that top 16.
0: Mm -hmm. That's
1: going to be, that's one of the highlights of the year.
0: Yep. And now we get multiple of them because, you know, remember this is the first Kumite in the U S. So here's hoping that this goes well enough that they keep doing more of them in other places and other times with other games. Not that I'm not saying Street Fighter is bad or that they do Kumite for Street Fighter is bad. I'm just saying more stuff is never bad. Well, I mean, it can be. But you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying. You, 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 all, you are picking up what I'm putting down. And sorry, I punched my microphone just now. Sorry, Steve. Damn. But anywho, more Kumite equals gooder Kumite, in my opinion.
1: Uh, we talked about IDAM. If you look at that list of players... Uh, you see a lot of sponsor tags there, not in front of IDOM. Um, that you know, he's long been a one of the top free agents in the Street Fighter world, uh, but that is no longer the case. Uh, earlier this week, X announced that they had signed iDOM to the team. Uh, So their first, I believe it is their first fighting game player on the squad. Uh, But yes. uh, Yeah, uh, it is their first fighting game player. Uh, They do have a lot of other big name players in other games Uh, like Madden. They have joke. Uh, But yeah, congratulations to IDOM. It is certainly, you know, he he was waiting for that right one, and apparently the right one has come along. So congratulations to him. So the stoop kid is finally leaving his stoop? The stoop kid is actually in a different stoop because they're at right now. They're doing a signing session in New York with him right now. Oh, so he's in New York. That's his stoop. Yeah, uh, it is at OS in New York City. So if you're within walking distance of that, you might want to check that out like right now. But
0: Well, after the show, see if it's still there. And if not, then you can just see pictures on Twitter, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um no, big congrats to Idom, man. That's been a long time coming. Especially for someone who's super talented and super passionate about the game. So big ups to big ups to Idom. Here's hoping that the sponsorship will yield more socks for them.
1: Get as many as he wants.
0: For sure. Now, Steve, Idom is the champion. Of Street Fighter 5 right now he's the reigning champ some some would say he is the ultimate champ no what else is ultimate this the ultimate list of games
1: ultimate destiny I was going for a joke didn't quite work
0: <laughs> took too long too late hot plate uh, <laughs> uh, go, the golden joystick awards look everybody's complaining about my Segways today I've had a rough day all right I can't can't be perfect all the time all right we're human beings here we're human we beings. beings here we, we're human no, no no we're human beings here I know you're watching this through a TV screen or you're listening but you know what it's hard to think about it but I am a human and so is Steve and we are not always at 100 percent and that's okay Speak for yourself, says Die by Sword. True. Because Die by Sword is a saint. Um, <laughs> anywho, speaking of Die by Sword, a lot of people are willing to die by their own swords with the favorite games that they grew up with. However, the Golden Joystick Award has put out a short list of the ultimate games of all time and they're planning on awarding a game with the title of the ultimate game of all time this year. So should we so, take yes. a look at this the- list? Actually, go ahead, Steve. Sorry.
1: Uh, so the Golden Joystick Awards is an award run by GamesRadar, and this is an annual award show. Uh, they hand out awards for Game of the Year for each platform, yada, yada, yada. This year, in addition to all that, they are handing out two special awards, uh, one for the Ultimate Game of All Time and Best Gaming Hardware of All Time uh, to celebrate 50 years of gaming. Mm -hmm. So uh, for both categories, they have put out shortlists, of 20 nominees. Uh, do we want to take a look at the console one first? Because you could still vote for the console one. Yeah. So let's take a look at
0: the console one first because we're going to be looking at both of them because this, ladies and gents, is our block grab.
1: Block grab.
0: <laughs> All right. We're, we're going to have to be a little bit quick here, Steve. We're going to have to make it a lightning round block grab because we have a bunch of these to go through. So, we're starting with best gaming hardware of all time. The short list that was put together by GamesRadar. And here we go. We're going to start from the top left. Amiga 500, Atari 2600, Commodore 64, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, GameCube, Mega Drive, NES, Nintendo 64, Nintendo DS, PC, PlayStation, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 4, Sega Saturn, Sega Dreamcast, Super NES, Wii, Xbox 360, and the ZX Spectrum. <laughs> All right, let's start from the top left. Uh, Amiga 500, Block Grab, Steve. Chat, you're next.
1: I mean, I got a block if only because we're talking top one. We are mm-hmm. talking top one. All of these mm-hmm. are significant consoles. All of these are have their place in gaming history. But the Amiga is not top one. Block.
0: Yep. yep. Hella block. I hated that thing. Chat, block or grab. I'll give you guys three seconds before I move on. I see a lot of people shouting out what their favorite is, but nobody blocking or grabbing. What the f***? Okay. Sorry, okay. Steve.
1: Let, let's not go through all of these. Let's not right, go fine. through all of these. I want to see what your picks are for like the top three.
0: Okay, fine. And All right, we'll, we'll do top threes. Games. We'll do top threes. Fine. All right, let's take a look at this list then. Uh, okay, I have, I have my top three. Well, it's funny the ones that I would put in my top three are not here now that I'm looking at this, which kind of sucks. You put in? Oh no, there it is. Sorry. Okay, so first. gonna put in the atari 2600 the nes and the sega dreamcast those are my top threes steve what are your top threes
1: well you know what i gotta i gotta say my top one right now is shiggy shank who is subscribed to us with Prime. Uh so they can get those block grab emotes. Uh B O V block B O V Grab in chat if you want to join in. I was with a you a the- lot
0: of people well here's the thing. A lot of people are saying P C. PC is not a gaming hardware. At least it didn't start out that way. It was a work hardware. So it doesn't count. At least in my mind. That's why I'm blocking the PC. But anyway, those are my three. It's the Atari twenty six hundred, the NES, and the Dreamcast. Give me your thoughts, Chat and Steve, and then I will explain each of my choices. Steve, what do you think?
1: Okay, I think you have to go with three three systems that changed gaming. Mhm. You got to go with the Atari 2600 in mm-hmm. terms of getting consoles into the into homes.
0: Mhm.
1: You got to go with the game boy for making it portable Mm -hmm. but i think my choice for for number one is the nes because it pretty much saved the industry when it came out Mm -hmm. at least in the u.s it's Mm -hmm. i i i don't you know dreamcast good system but way ahead of its time NES, I, I think this is a much different landscape without the NES, so. Yeah, so here, now
0: let's justify our selections here, Steve. I'm going to go through mine. First, the Atari 2600, much like you said, Steve, it brought gaming, it brought gaming home, right? It, may, it finally gave people the opportunity to, from their own home, play video games instead of having to go out to an arcade or going out to somewhere where they have the expensive machinery for it.
1: And there were other game consoles before this, certainly, but the Atari really, the 2600 really mm-hmm. was, was the big deal.
0: Now, the other reason I put the Atari 2600 here is because of its, not necessarily, I don't want to say controversy, but the sheer importance on the timeline that is gaming, like the gaming timeline, where a lot of people just started making games like unlicensed games because licensing was not a thing back then for video games. So a lot of games were like super oversaturating the market, creating the gaming crash that happened in the, uh, I believe the eighties. Uh, yeah. So not only that happening and solidifying, like it's part as a big, uh, part of the gaming timeline as a very significant event event, but also, st- it was the start for a lot of people. Like, th- that was their first system, right? My second choice was the NES. Also, because it was the f- Nintendo was the first company, after they released the Famicom or the NES, that started prohibiting other people from making games for their console. They started the concept of licensed games. Another very large, pivotal turning point in the history of gaming... Aside from it being the cool system that it was. It had a robot that would stack discs. You could shoot at the TV with the gun in Duck Hunt. You had Mario. And then if you lived in Japan, you had Mario 2 and you hated that. And you had other games in the Famicom and in the NES that were like super experimental. was super cool. Uh, And lots of fun was had and lots of not fun was had. Because there were also some very awful games on the NES. Let's be real here. Yeah last for me was the dreamcast and here's why i put the dreamcast in here as the greatest gaming hardware of all time dreamcast was the precursor to having online games on a console online gaming happened on pc forever ago but on console the dreamcast ...was one of the first consoles that you could hook it up to a phone landline... ...if you all remember what those are. And you could play, F- uh, Fantasy Star Online. You could play games online. It was unbelievable. It had a web browser. It was the first console with a web browser, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, and you could download games. You could even, like, hook it up to, like, weird-ass servers... ...and play games that weren't even released. Uh... So that in itself, as well as its ability, like it started using the visual memory unit cards, which, ah, damn it, my my Dreamcast is over there in the box. Um, Started using visual memory units where you had a little, like it took took a, a page from Nintendo's book with the N64, right, where you had the memory cards, except you could play games on it. If you had Sonic Adventure, you could play the little Chow Garden game on it, and you could take it on the go until the battery died from that thing. And there was no way to charge the battery after it was done, so you were screwed. But anyway, they started doing it. And it was great. So, I think a lot of people... So, a lot of people say the Dreamcast was ahead of its time. Hell yeah, it was. Uh, and, you know, the whole flaw of uh, being able to, you know... Just burn your own games at home. <laughs> kind of ruined it. Uh, but I will say that it tried a lot. And a lot of the stuff that it did do wound up
1: being mainstay things that we enjoyed the day. So those are my three choices. I know we got to get into the games themselves. Uh, Axemish in chat saying uh, these are nice relics no one bought. The the 20, the atari 2600 you sold 25 million units. Mm-hmm. Mhm. 25 million. This was a huge deal. Huge deal. But w- let's get into the games. Let's get into yeah. the games. Well, don't you want to justify your choices before we go? I don't think I need to. Um I I've made my I've made my case, but Yeah. I. Okay, let's move on to the
0: games. Where they at? Here we go. All right, so now I got to be straightforward with you guys. This list is the most bizarre list I think I've ever seen. So get ready. These are (laughs) the Golden Joystick Awards Ultimate Games of All Time Shortlist we have Call of Duty Modern War- or Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare Dark Souls Doom Grand Theft Auto V Half-Life 2 Halo Combat Evolved the Last of Us Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild Metal Gear Solid Minecraft Pac-Man Pokemon Go Portal Sim City Space Invaders Street Fighter 2, hey oh, now you know why this segment's in here. (laughs) Super Mario Sixty Fighting (laughs) Super Mario 64, Super Mario Brothers 3, Super Mario Kart, and Tetris. I agree with Kwanzai. What even is this list? It's crazy.
1: I have Oh my god, I have so many so many questions Like, you're never gonna make everyone happy when you do a list like this It is such, A you know, so much of this is subjective and B, trying to fit the entire history of gaming and all of the most significant games across all genres all eras to a list of 20 is an absurdly difficult list and an absurdly difficult task that said there are some serious head scratchers on here serious head scratchers
0: i agree now steve same deal let's choose our top threes you go first i'll pick a couple from the chat and then i'll go so here's the list go ahead and choose your top three
1: The thing is my my number 1 isn't even on this list. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, choose a few that are here and then name your number 1 <laughs>
1: of these 3. I think you know, Space Invaders is incredibly significant. Halo is incredibly significant. Um All of these are great games, but for me, in order to be number one, it has to be it has to be a shift. It has to create a shift. For me, that's the original Super Mario Brothers. Mm -hmm. That, like, that and the NES save gaming as a market. It it's tough to put into words how big of a deal that that game is. It does so many little things just right. The movement, even though it's it's you know simple two buttons and a four direction D pad, you know jumping, the momentum, everything just feels what right. The level design, it just it makes sense. You get to you know there's this video out there where where Miyamoto talks about level design. Uh you know, he's in he's making a level in Mario Maker, and he talks about why one one is so you know, works so well and the thinking behind it, and it makes so much sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I I don't understand how that doesn't get in, but Mario Kart does. Yeah. So what were your top three again? It was Space Invaders. Space Invaders, Halo for for sort of like kick sort of like kicking off the modern era of gaming mm-hmm. and Super Mario Brothers.
0: Gotcha. Cool. Uh I kind of I kind of agree with yours, but let's let's go back to this list. And also this list bothers me a lot. Uh, and I'll talk about why. Now, a lot of people were saying Doom in our chat uh I I feel like a lot of other people are going to say Doom. However, Doom was not as groundbreaking as people say it is. Because Castle Wolfenstein, not Castle Wolfenstein, sorry, it's called Wolfenstein 3D. The precursor to Doom, mind you, came a year before it. That is the game that kind of began the shift towards first-person shooters in gaming in general. Wolfenstein was the game that started it all as far as like the 3D game space. So the fact that that's not here bothers me. Doom, see, I of Doom, Doom, of course, was the game that
1: like took that and elevated it, right? Yeah. You either gotta, in, I feel like to be the top one of all time, you either have to invent it or perfect it. Mm hmm. You know, it feels like what Doom, or what uh, Wolfenstein invented, Doom perfected.
0: I don't know, man. Have you ever killed Mecha Hitler? Feels pretty great. (laughs) Especially as a Jewish man, let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... Oh, man.
1: Okay. All Um, right, so... uh,
0: I guess I'll pick Doom because it's here, but I really want to say Wolfenstein 3D. Uh... My second pick was actually going to be Pokemon, but Pokemon goes on here, so I'm not gonna pick that one. Uh, I guess I'll pick Super Mario 64 because that was the game that kind of started. Like that was again, you like you just said, Steve. You either create the thing or you perfect it. I feel like Mario 64, Super Mario 64, mind you, was the first game that got close to perfecting a 3D platformer. And that was the precursor to a lot of games that are childhood favorites, right? Like Banjo-Kazooie, Donkey Kong 64. And it kind of started that entire genre of 3D platform. Or it kind of started... like It changed the track of that entire genre, much like Wolfenstein 3D did. Um, yeah, and I... I can definitely see, or I, I can definitely remember going from Super Mario World to then experiencing Mario 64 for the first time and being like, oh, this is new, right? Um, My last choice is between two games that are here that were also genre-defying. Um now I do want to say that it kind of sucks that they have dark souls on here twice by including uh Legend of Zelda uh, Breath of the Wild. Um I really want to pick Metal Gear Solid because it was like the most cinematic game I think I've experienced which then you know uh led to more Metal Gear Solids which were even more cinematic experiences. Uh, Minecraft was a complete shift in paradigm for games, right? Like, who knew, like, blocks were fun? Uh, Half-Life 2 kind of started taking everybody into the first-person shooter path, much like Doom did. Uh, Portal was an amazing, like, physics accomplishment in video games. SimCity was ridiculous, right? Like, I'm... Show me someone who hasn't heard of SimCity in here. Same thing with Pac-Man, Tetris, uh, Space Invaders. However, there are two games on here that I think vibe for that. And it is A, Halo Combat Evolved, because much like you were saying, that is the game that changed the path of first person shooters. The shooters before that that I can remember were things like time splitters. Uh, GoldenEye like on Nintendo 64. Uh, and the way the reception of Halo and the way that how big it became and where they took that game from Halo 1 to Halo 2 changed the way that multiple or that multi online multiplayer games as well as first person shooters on consoles worked. So that's why I think that needs to be up there. However... There's a game that we're all forgetting, and it's a paradigm-shifting game as well, right? Because I don't know if you remember, um, I specifically remember James Chen talking about this, about how when he first heard of Street Fighter II, his brother was, tell- was telling him about it. It was like, oh, you can fight these other guys, and one's like a giant stretchy-limb guy, or et cetera, et cetera. The concept of a fighting game before Street Fighter 2 was just a hack and slash or a brawler. It wasn't a competitive one versus one have at it, right? So Street Fighter 2 spawned an entire genre of games. And if it wasn't for Street Fighter 2 and the effect that it had, we probably wouldn't even be here doing this podcast, Steve.
1: Oh no. Yeah. So Yeah. There like I said, there's so many aspects of gaming and there's so many of so many of these games that are significant for one reason of the or another. It's so difficult to try and narrow that wide of a focus down to just here's the top one of all time.
0: Yeah. Now, I'm going to call something out. Axiomation it feels like you're getting a little elitist here with your, oh, look at all these other games that did it first, blah, blah, blah. Ultimately, you're not wrong. There's a lot of games that did do it better than Halo or literally anything else on this list. However, you can't deny the, the effect that Halo had on console gaming or on gaming in general. If, if it wasn't for Halo, Call of Duty would not be where it is right now. Overwatch, pro- actually Overwatch would have happened because of Team Fortress. Uh, there's a lot that Halo did right and therefore caused an effect into our future. Sure. Look, so, so a lot of, a lot of people <laughs> are saying Call of Duty has Quake tech in it. Yes! But again, if it wasn't for Halo, it wouldn't be as popularized. Because Quake... Doom or actually Quake and Unreal Tournament were considered super niche games. They were considered super niche games. Ugh. Halo kind of brought that out into the world.
1: Okay. So so, so, anyway, so we can we can argue be- about that. Let's day, boom- but we're going to have to <laughs> Yeah, let's move on to non-Halo topics. Um, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of non-Halo topics, if you want to hear my thoughts on Non Halo oh, yes, topics. Um, this was actually just announced a few minutes ago. I am going to be on Ultra Chen TV mm-hmm. right after I'm done here. Yep. So
0: while so, um, I I announced that I need a break, and you're immediately going to Ultra Chen, huh? They poached like, you. Like
1: I I don't want to wait. I I just want to get it going right away.
0: All right. Just well. Like,
1: okay. A lot.
0: All right. Well, uh, I guess that's the end of the best of five. Steve's going to Ultra Chen. Sorry, guys. <laughs>
1: Oh, no. Kidding. But, kidding. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. So there's that. Uh, I kind of want to do, before we do the quick hits, I kind of want to do something else. Uh, I, I I want, I need you to play that block grab clip one more time.
0: Okay. So you want to skip the topic and then we'll go to quick hits last?
1: Yeah. If we have time. Okay.
0: I hate that you're doing this, but Steve has a thing. I have oh a thing. well, I forgot to reset it. Hold on. Alright, here you go.
1: Black grab two electric boogaloo. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. Okay so Alan has what? no idea. Alan has no idea what this is. Um as we mentioned, Alan is taking a break after this show, he is going to start the process of moving to Los Angeles. Uh, so he will be leaving his home in Austin. Um, and he's going to need some time to get all of that together and make it happen because that's not a snap your fingers thing. But this is the last show um, that Elan will be here from Austin. So, I wanted to give you a chance to let it off your chest a lot. I have pulled up a list of things very near and dear to the city of Austin. And I want you to give me your true feelings. You don't have to hold anything back anymore. You you get to leave in a little bit. So you, you are free to say what you want. So... Gonna give you a few few Austin things, and and you're gonna yeah. block or grab. And you got that link right that I put yeah. in chat. Okay, let's open it okay. up. First up, Franklin Barbecue.
0: Uh, block or grab. Never had it block. <laughs>
1: Is that even legal?
0: Uh, I took. Franklin's uh, master class on barbecuing so
1: So so you grab the class you you grab learning how to barbecue from Franklin But you're blocking the barbecuing from Franklin Dude, why the am I
0: gonna get up at like 5 in the morning get there at 7 to have barbecue at 11? Like I don't want to wreck an entire day Like that's gonna ruin my entire day. I'm not gonna do it. Sorry, Steve. I cursed. But you know what? Block.
1: <laughs> you know what? That's fair. Uh that is fair. All right, let's uh let's move on, shall we, to the next item on the agenda, uh the circuit of Amer- of the Americas. The track that you allegedly went to. I for, thought I'd proven that. The US cheap. I'm Um, still not sure.
0: This is a tough one. So, I want to grab it because I had a really good experience that weekend, right? Like, it was definitely, like, top five experiences of my lifetime so far. However, everybody's complaining that the track sucks. So, block. See you in Miami. I (laughs) I thought it was a good race. It was a great race. However, uh, MotoGP complained, and then Formula One itself, uh, they had some issues with how bumpy the track was. Even though they were like, oh, it's Bumpy Build's character. They they were complaining about it.
1: I I, I disagree. But you know what? Also, hold on one more second.
0: Axiomir said if they had Halo, I'd go, hey, guess what? I didn't grow (laughs) up with an Xbox. Get out of here, jerk. (sighs) Man, this this is a rivalry that will not die. No, it's just one person not understanding how things affect the great. It's one person not understanding big picture, and it's Axiomish so, not so, understanding big picture. But anyway, so, let's keep so, going with this block grab, Steve. You're 0 for 2 so far. I hated both of these things. Well, okay. Well, not I, I'm
1: not 0 for 2. I'm just, I'm just trying to get your, your thoughts on the thing.
0: So okay. next
1: up. One of the great symbols of not just Austin, but Texas as a whole. Bevo, the mascot for the University of Texas at Austin. So this is not block or grab. This is horns up or horns down. Block, horns down. Every time there's a
0: game in there, it's like the biggest inconvenience ever. Screw that school. (laughs) Next. Damn,
1: Texas, Texas is not back. Next. <laughs> all right. Next. Well, no, not all right. It's all right. All right. All right. Austin's favorite son, Matthew McConaughey. Block or grab. Block. He came to my ex- my old
0: work office the day that I wasn't there, and I, honestly, like, I feel like I feel like like who cares. Next.
1: Okay, Uh, there's got to be one thing you like in Austin. So so I've got one last one. One last one. The I love you so much sign. It's on the side of a building. Everyone posts, you know, they stand next to it, take a picture, post it on social media. Sometimes people to face and say I love you and tacos so much but the I love you so much sign in Austin block or grab block that's not even a sign that's graffiti
0: so Steve your list sucks ass let me show you a couple <laughs> things that I like about Austin hold on let me hold on all right
1: man. no wonder you're leaving
0: yeah, all right, hold on. Let's let's go to Google. I'll show you guys some good here. All right, uh first Oh, damn it. Hold on. I forgot to enable the keyboard. There we go. All right, first, Fallout Theater. If you're looking for for comedy, give me the give me the street view, please. There we go. If you're looking for comedy, go to Fallout Theater. All right? They teach you how to do improv comedy. They have uh stand up they have shows almost every night now good stuff from fallout theater all right next wait why does this not
1: work i'm going to block google too for not working that's a meta block uh, see, it's multi-layered because a meta block, talking about the meta of the show, but also well, Facebook is meta. So all right, I screwed that uh, up, but that's okay. Let's talk Let's talk about Taqueria
0: Arandinas. I know that was the widest way I probably could have said that. However, best tacos in the city right here. Actually, probably shouldn't say best tacos in the city, but best tortas in the city. All right. If you want like a, a lingua torta, you come here. All right. Great food. Great people. Uh next. Oh, I broke everything. Uh uh how how about this this lake over here, huh? How about this lake, huh? It's cool. How about this lake? Uh the Colorado River. I'm I'm gonna grab the Colorado River. I kayaked on there once. Um and then, uh, there's, uh, what's this? I can't read it. Uh, Hideway? I've never been there. Never mind. Um. Oh, you know what? No, uh, wait. I, I don't even need, I don't even need the, the map for this. You know what? Gus's Fried Chicken. <laughs> I'm gonna grab on Gus's Fried Chicken. Because if you haven't eaten that Gus's, you haven't eaten Fried Chicken.
1: Damn. That's a very restrictive definition of fried chicken, then. Uh, any good live music venues? Man, look, I, you can't ask
0: me that question. I have a degree in music, so I can't enjoy music. Sorry. Although I did go see Alton Brown uh, over the weekend on Friday. And I got to tell you, great show. Uh, and uh, he said, uh, he, you're not going to believe it. So here's a picture of Alton Brown on my phone. You can't see it because the camera is not helping the situation, but you're not going to believe it. I I told him. I was like, hey, Alton, I run this podcast, and he goes, oh, you should tell everybody that I said you're watching Best of Five. I know. It's crazy. I didn't get it on camera, unfortunately. It was in passing.
1: I I believe you.
0: Yeah. I totally Um, believe you. uh, Oh, actually, there is one thing I do want to point out, too, that I'm going to miss. And it's over here. I believe it is... Right here. The Dollar Harvey General. Pennick golf Campus. Now, I I am not a golfer. Right? I am really not a golfer. However, this place has foot golf, where they give you soccer balls. And you just go around kicking it, and you try to get it in the hole, just like golf. And it's amazing. It's a great time. It's an even better time if you drink enough. But, yeah. Anyway, Steve, I'm sorry I all over your list, but it kind of was not great. As far as my Austin experience, South by Southwest sucks too. It's just, it's just traffic jams. <laughs> Get it all off your chest, all of it um, off your chest. Arcade UFO was okay. Uh, actually, no, Arcade UFO was pretty good. Uh, big ups to Fubar Duck for starting it, and they have a new crew running it since he's moved away, and they've really spiffied up the place, and they're having locals there now. Um, there's the Texas Gaming Lounge. They're having weeklies over there now as well. Uh, uh, up north towards Round Rock, they have Localhost, which uh, our boy Panda uh, put um, helped put up. Uh, Shoutouts to Rob and the Star Sixty Nine Garcade. Dude made a garage like he built like a bunch of like viewless cabs and put it in his garage to have weeklies up in Round Rock. So big ups to them. Um Oh, they're saying that I will be prepared for the LA and the 405. Look, I'm going to be living very far away from the 405 or any freeway. Thank you very much. I say as I still don't have an apartment. But There's a lot about Austin I will I won't miss. There's a lot about Austin I don't think I'll think about again, but there's a lot about there's a lot of people in Austin, that I'll definitely be missing. So, That's all I have to say on that. Sorry, Steve. I completely ruined your segment.
1: <laughs> I apologize. That's okay. <laughs> that, that's okay. I appreciate you being real and you being honest, because this is, like I said, this is primarily your moment to, to let it all out there and let us know what's on your heart.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, Also, uh, I'll grab uh, South Padre Island. Uh, that place was cool. I went there once. And that's where Efren is from. So he's probably hanging out over there. So if you all stop by South Padre Island, make sure you wave hi to Efren. He'll be around. you just see him walking along the beach.
1: Let's go cool to the beach. Sorry, I
0: don't know what Yes, I
1: got a VXG reference in there. I'm... <laughs> It's a complete show. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like, is there?
0: What? Else? I guess... Yeah, I guess there's not much about Austin that like really stood out to me as like, oh, this place is great, you know. Like, I think no, that's true. Okay, I was gonna go in down a a very dark road, so let's just stop here because this is not what the show is about, <laughs> and let's go. Steve, I, first of all, Steve, big ups to you in putting this segment that I completely all over, I'm sorry, uh, together. Uh, know that I do appreciate it a lot, and uh, I hope that <laughs> me ruining it has
1: no bearing on how much you, I you appreciate it. You did not it. ruin it. You did not <laughs> ruin it. This was all about you, man. And as long as it was you, it, it, it was a success. Well, let that be a lesson. <laughs>
0: That did never make it about me ever again. Oh man. Um now I'm pulling up the thing. Here we go. All right, so Steve, last week we didn't get to we didn't get to go through this because some of us had to go vote and do civic duties or whatever. Duty. Um but let's start going through our quick hits and we're going to start our quick hits with a trailer. The Breakers Collection is now available.
1: Or wait, is it available? Not yet. So they this was announced last year. Um, we got a new trailer for it, including uh, excuse me, including confirmation that it is going to include rollback.
0: Ooh, now everybody's happy. Oh, oh, there it is. Q1 of 2022, and it's going to be on Switch, PS5, PS4, Steam, Xbox Series XS, and Xbox One.
1: There you go. So, yeah.
0: It was made on January 22nd. Everybody freak out. Whoa!
1: Yep, that was the other thing they announced, so chance to get in there early if you want to get some games in nice
0: well that's exciting I think I'm gonna pick it up because I've never I've never heard or played or these games before so I'm definitely gonna pick it up and try them out because they look fun something that I don't think we were necessarily wondering about but now that it is confirmed is pretty neat look Street Fighter 5 is on the Steam Deck how many frames of lag? We'll never know unless somebody gets to play in it. But could you imagine if this is like a, a travel option for Street Fighter V so people can start practicing on airplanes, on cars?
1: You know, even if it doesn't have a huge impact competitively, even if it's not like you're probably not going to see any tournaments on Steam Deck, but. Giving people another option to play, giving people another option, another way to get into the game. You know, if people are pick pick up a Steam Deck uh, to game on the go, and they decide, oh, Street Fighter Five is on one of its 150 free trials. Uh, that always happen when another game launches. Let me check it out. <laughs> and for sure, you know, it brings people in. So can't see it as anything but a net positive yep i 100 percent agree so steve you have fun
0: at ultra chen uh thanks for betraying street fighter street fighter five best of five uh and you you tell them i said sup and also thank ultra david because i asked for some advice on actually thank both ultra david and james chen for me because i asked for some advice on moving to la and they both helped
1: I, i will definitely do that um you know i i hope you have a safe and fast trek out there and you get stuff right and we see you very soon here here's hoping you know, I'll
0: i'm be, going out there this week i'll so be talking I'll no to you in chat yeah I'll, so. i'm yeah
1: I'll, i'm going out there this
0: weekend so hopefully i'll find a place and if not then we don't know but anyway that's been the show uh this is steve a sking off suit jerk i always get this wrong. Uh Go follow him on the Twitter at Uh I'm me, and you probably won't see me for like two or three weeks-ish, maybe. Uh, keep tabs on everything. I'll catch you guys on the flip
1: side. Steve, take care of the show, will you? I'll try. Good night, Canada.